You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for joining me on Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. So, unfortunately... As most of you have probably already seen yesterday, uh, and I've seen the dedication in the beginning of the show, uh, actor, comedian, Norm MacDonald, passed away at the age of 61 yesterday. Uh, All of Canada is pretty much mourning as he is a definite legend here and across the world. Uh, I am going to play a little soundbite from Norm that I usually wouldn't be able to get away with considering it just passed, but this was Norm's humor, so... Uh, hopefully you guys can uh, hear the soundbite. I don't know if it played there or not, but it was... Uh, if you didn't hear it, Norm laughing at September the 11th, which is uh, his odd, dry humor that seemed to go against the grain of everything. He's going to be incredibly missed. I remember uh, being younger, and one of the first films and uh, pieces of work that I was introduced to uh, with Norm was Dirty Work. And if you've never seen Dirty Work... I would uh, definitely recommend that you check that out. Adam Sandler has a small cameo in it, and I can't remember uh, the fella's name that co-starred with him uh, that actually became a heroin addict afterwards and then overcame that. Uh, I keep talking to uh, people about doing Discord. We we have so many movies that we need to watch together. I feel like um, we need to set up official dates for Discord so that we can actually do these hangouts and watch them together. I think it'd be really cool. So good morning to everybody. Uh, definitely rest in peace to Norm MacDonald, the comedic legend. Uh, one of my favorite... Um, things from him was uh, when he did Saturday Night Live in general. Um, his news reports were hilarious. Uh, along when he did the Alex Trebek, uh, or he was uh, Sean Connery, or, or yeah, he was playing Sean Connery, I believe. And uh, he did these like these these standoffs with Alex Trebek, which is hilarious because Alex Trebek is from Sudbury, Ontario, where I'm broadcasting from right now. And uh, Norma was born in Quebec City. So uh, a Canuck, a fellow Canuck, we're going to miss him. Uh, good morning to everybody. Good morning, Mandy, Mano, Derek, Joey, good to see you. I uh, hope you're all having a fantastic Wednesday. As usual, it is hump day. So uh, hopefully you'll get some humping going on at some point in this day. Lots going on in the news. I actually just went to uh, the washroom right before then, so the broadcast was a little bit late. Sorry, I had to take a piss. It is what it is. Uh, lots of different things in the news. Uh, yeah, of course, the first thing to pop up. Um, Norm Macdonald dead. Canadian SNL star dies at 61. The other thing about this that uh, really inspires me is that he's been battling cancer silently for the past nine years. He didn't tell anybody about it. He continued doing talk shows. Seen him on uh, Conan O'Brien's last broadcast recently, which was incredible. He was hilarious as usual. Definitely some dry humor always. I love watching him on roast. So it's really it's really awful to think that um, we're not going to get any more Norm. I, I know there's so many days that I would end up just going down the rabbit hole on YouTube of Norm videos where he's just, you know, making a mockery of, of people and having fun. And um, he's somebody I really, really would have liked to have met or worked with. I feel like maybe at some point in the future uh, he would have been somebody that would have been 
you know, interested in working with independent uh, artists and whatnot. And as a Canadian, uh, I often think about people that I could potentially get in some of my independent films. Oddly enough, another person is Colin Mockery, if anybody knows that guy from uh, Whose Line Is Anyway, he's best known for. I'd like to get him in, but uh, really unfortunate now that Norm MacDonald, I'll never get to meet him, uh, maybe not in this life anyway, and uh, rest in peace to him. So I, I dedicated the show, or I'm dedicating this entire episode to him. Uh, we're almost at 40 episodes, which is crazy, but episode 39 dedicated to uh, Mr. Norm MacDonald. Rest in peace, sir. You are an absolute legend, and uh, the fact that you battled cancer silently for that time just goes to show a little bit more about your character. It's like you and Chadwick Boseman um, inspired me, you know, a lot. I think that's uh, an amazing thing. Sorry, I'm, I'm talking about him a lot, but uh, I think he deserves it. I know he's going to have uh, lots of shout-outs over the next couple weeks. Uh, I'm definitely going to be watching his special on Netflix. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. Something to do with Hitler in the title. Hitler's dog or something like that. Like, go figure, Norm would have something that would just make you... Go, what the fuck is this? And have to click on it. Anyways, uh, yeah. Um, condolences to his family, friends, anybody that knew him. Uh, we obviously didn't know him, but uh, I'm sure, you know, we feel connected to him in our own rights. I'm sure everybody's seen a piece of his work. And if you didn't, now is definitely the time. Good morning, Hannah. Good morning, uh, Connor. Good to see you here. Glad to see you live. Sent you a message this morning via Twitch. So thank you uh, for joining me live. Really appreciate that. So this next one has me uh, a little bit excited, to be honest. Uh, I'm going to up the mood here, but it seems like Jurassic Park might become a reality, baby. W would you want to see that? I'd be stoked, honestly. If, if they told me Jurassic Park was opening in California and there was going to be a goddamn T-Rex, you can sign me up today. Today. And I, I to be honest, I'm kind of hoping the park goes crazy and, you know, the, the, the fences are shut down and we've got um, Newman... From Seinfeld, what's his real name? I can't remember it. You know who I'm talking about, though. He has the little Barbasol can. He's trying to, you know, corrupt the the whole system. Uh-uh-uh. I would love that. Have it, you know, be sitting in a vehicle and the T-Rex the just kind of does the eyeball thing to you. Oh, terrifyingly awesome. If you're going to die in life, I figure that's the way you got to do it. I, would, I don't want to, I don't want to like, you know, have, well, if I'm going to have a heart attack, I guess that would be the way as well. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to like drown or something petty. If I'm going to die, I want to be eaten by a goddamn T-Rex or something that is way cooler than it. You know, there's a lot of those ocean dwellers, maybe a Megalodon, but I feel like that'd be kind of anticlimactic because you just get eaten up. Anyways, I'm rambling about this because I'm super excited. Um, let's see. Colossal Bet aims to revive Unleash Woolly Mammoth in Canada's Arctic. So it looks like we're trying to bring back the Woolly Mammoth. I've heard a lot about this, but this is the first time that I think we're starting to get uh, get the technology to find those mosquitoes in the amber and bring back some amazing animals that can kill us very easily. A private company wants to resurrect a gigantic species that once roamed the Earth, and it'll spare no expense to make its plan a reality. Sound familiar? A new startup says it's prepared to spend U.S. $15 million on the Jurassic Park-esque dream of reviving a long-dead woolly mammoth in hopes of one day restoring it to the tundra regions that it once called home. Those tundra regions now belong to countries like Russia and Canada, which might have something to say about releasing big hairy elephant hybrids into their respective wilderness. Those areas are also rapidly warming due to climate change. Uh, meaning they will look different from what they were when the last mammoth died 4,000 years ago. Just imagine that. they bring it. We bring it back to life just so it can die again. 
in another of uh, climactic event of the of the earth that would suck they're like woolly mammoth you're back but another giant meteor is on its way and the world is uh is is warming up yeah yeah we're sorry <laughs> i know but but you're back can we have your fur and can we hunt you and do things like that i wonder what woolly mammoth tastes like Mmm. Delicious. Chicken. I'm going to assume chicken. Everything tastes like chicken. I wonder if to dinosaurs we taste like chicken. I think that's why there's like uh, sodium in our blood just to give us a little bit of flavor. You know, it's like God's spice. Anyways, nevertheless, a company called Glossus says it's got enough private funding. Well, no shit. I would fund this if I had it, to potentially make its woolly dream come true through cutting-edge gene editing techniques. Our teams have collected viable DNA samples and are editing the genes that will allow the wonderful Mega Fauna, whatever the hell that is, to once again thunder through the Arctic, Glossal says on its website. This is amazing. I really hope they do it. It's like going to space. Uh, I wish Jeff Bezos would do like a, um, a giveaway where you could be flown into space with a dinosaur. That would be the ultimate goal. I would absolutely love that. So Jeff Bezos, if you're listening today, which I know you probably are, I think you usually are, um, get me into space with a woolly mammoth. We'll party. It'll be great. Imagine that. Just like, oh. I wonder how much a woolly mammoth could drink or consume. They always say like, oh, that's you took enough alcohol or drugs to kill a woolly mammoth. You've heard that before, right? All right, anyways, moving on from the Jurassic Park-esque uh, theme park that I need to visit soon, very soon. Good morning, Kevin. Good to see you here. Glad you could make it. Always good to see people. So uh, this one, I, I kind of feel bad about it because it's an older lady. Really not sure how to feel about this next headline, but it says, Anti-vax activist dies of COVID-19 amid QAnon demands for ivermectin, the horse uh, drug. An outspoken anti-vax conspiracy theorist has died of COVID-19 complications in Chicago after QAnon believers spent weeks trying to bully the hospital into giving her the unproven drug ivermectin. People standing outside of hospitals. I'll get to that in a minute. But you, if that's you. Veronica Wolski, 64, died early Monday of pneumonia related to COVID-19, the Amida Resurrection Medical Center told Forbes. Wolski was a popular far-right activist who frequently promoted her conspiracy theories through bridge protests in the city, the Chicago Sun-Times reports. She opposed the coronavirus safety measures and was a devoted supporter of QAnon, the online fantasy that imagines a satanic cabal of cannibalistic pedophiles within the highest levels of Hollywood and U.S. government. Wait a minute, what? So that's what QAnon is? Oh, the online fantasy that imagines. Oh, I'm sorry. I misread that. Okay, so they think that all this is going on. I've got you. Okay. She had also previously supported Senator Bernie Sanders in his failed bid for the Democratic uh, presidential nomination. This makes Bernie look bad, to be honest. Just, that's why I laughed. Uh, I wouldn't want anybody like that supporting me because it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, you know, if you have good morals, you're trying to do good things, and all of a sudden you have these crazy... Oh, boy. The smartest virus ever she posted on her Instagram last month. It doesn't affect those who don't believe in it. Okay. All right. I'm going to hold back opinions right now. She's dead. Another post shows her standing with a QAnon flag that says, Trust the plan. 
The saying is a common refrain among believers, especially when their beliefs clash with reality. Wolski was hospitalized with COVID-19 in late August and quickly became a pet cause for the QAnon movement, which aggressively demanded that she be treated with ivermectin. Hospital staff have reportedly fielded hundreds of angry calls from Wolski's supporters, and a small in-person protest also took place outside of the f- facility earlier this month. You guys are idiots. Absolute idiots if you're promo- or, uh, protesting outside of a hospital. There's other people that are sick there that have nothing to do with COVID. Uh, you know, there's other places that are administering vaccines. People are sick, and they need to go. Give me two seconds. I have a knock on the door. You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Apologies, we got a uh, another package. We'll open this one in a minute. Secret package that always comes in. Always good to have. Anyways, I'm actually expecting a 4K camera to come in today, so I had to answer the door because the worst thing is when they leave that little stamp on the door saying "We'll be back in seven days." Like, but I wanted it today. It's like Christmas when when they deliver package. Anyway, uh, hospital staff have reportedly fielded hundreds of angry calls from Wolski supporters and a small in-person pro... Okay, I read that. Yeah, ivermectin has become popular among conspiracy theorists as an offbeat cure for COVID-19 despite a lack of medical evidence. It's funny that people are willing to try a different form of science instead of taking the science that's been provided. I feel like some people just are rebellious by nature and that's all it really comes down to. So anyways, this uh, lady passed away, but didn't say she passed away because she took ivermectin or anything like that. I don't know. I feel like there's so much bias in the news right now that it's kind of like, you know, even just catching headlines. And here I am reporting on it. So, um, you know, more and uh, more into the headlines. So I do have a a great video coming up before we do an unboxing here live. This is going to be a fantastic video. It has a good outcome. But um, I don't know if anybody has seen this, but there was a cat that was saved from a stadium fall uh, at a college football game in Miami, Florida. Of course, Florida as always. But I do have this little clip if you haven't seen it already. Uh, Quite awesome. Like I said, there's a happy ending to it. But let's go take a look at that because uh, it's funny and it'll make your day hopefully. And that's how we want to kind of set the pattern for the day is happiness. So let's go check that out right now. Here we go. I've got my secondary camera. Sorry, it's kind of close to being cut off. But... So this cat is hanging on for dear life. Where, who, where did this cat come from? That's my question. Who brings the cat to a, a football game? Maybe the cat had tickets. Oh, and here we go. There we go. Well, they say the cat doesn't have nine lives. So I don't know, did the cat use a life there, or uh, did the guy actually save it? If it hit the ground, I feel like that five times is a life. No. Good for the cat. So let's take a look at that again really quick. Uh, you don't see who catches it at the bottom of the day. They have done interviews with the person who caught the cat. Really I almost feel like he was stuck there, was trying to let go. Yeah. Oh man! Did it ricochet off the side of the balcony? It almost looks like it hits the side of the balcony. And it falls like right. Oh yeah, like doesn't a flip. I don't know about that one. 
can't really see it. It's just a big blur of imagery. Anyways, cat is saved. Everything is good. People are happy. Kitty cat uh, survives the day. Hopefully we don't get a copyright strike for that. That's why I actually didn't include any Norm Macdonald clips today. I was uh, last night going over a bunch of them and I thought, oh, you know, I should do a little uh, homage to Norm. I would have loved to, but there's a lot of copyright. So I'm going to open this up. We've got bets that it is a uh, Funko. You are probably right. It seems like that's what I mostly get. But uh, before I open this, uh, letting everybody know that I've actually picked up a 4K camera. The same cameras that I have right now, but 4K version. Had to do uh, a bunch of reinvesting. Uh, selling off these cameras so that uh, the, the Dark Knight Until Dawn flick will be shot in 4K, maybe 2K, depending on what our computers can handle and all the visual effects and whatnot. What not, what not, what not. But uh, yeah, so that's coming. Very excited about that. We'll see uh, later when we get this. So it definitely looks like a Funko, and I think I know what this is, because oh boy. This is uh, the first of its kind. It was made in Barcelona, apparently, or Vietnam. It says both on it. So let's open it up. It is, a, it is a Funko. I'm pretty sure I know what this is. It was a part of FunCon exclusive. So, uh, these are very, very, very limited. Ooh, wow. Actually, look at this. It came, like, wrapped in gift wrap. I've never had a Funko Pop come like this before. This is, uh, from Toys R... It's, like, I literally in gift wrap. I've never had that before. Wow. Wow. Okay, here, I'll try to open this up here so you guys can see. It is a Captain America die-cast Funko Pop. Uh, so this is the first ever metal Funko Pop. So it's actually uh, die-cast, which is uh, metal. Let's see if I can take it out here, show you guys up close. Because apparently it comes in like a glass case too. Like, yeah, this looks cool right here. You can see the black box, but that doesn't really do it justice, does it? Captain America. There, let's see. This was an exclusive. They sold out instantly, although it was expensive. I won't lie to you. Some of these uh, are starting to go up in value. I think Funko knows that they have uh, that their IP is growing exponentially. I think this year, because of COVID, uh, their their profits were through the roof. The company is growing, growing, growing. So here we go. Let's take it out. I've never seen this before. Nobody's ever seen one like this before, actually. So that's really cool. Oh, wow. It's like even padded. Like, sheesh. I've never seen a Funko like this. Even got like the styrofoam. Like this feels expensive. What the? All right, so you open it up. It's like glass. This is weird. Like I've never seen a Funko like this at all. I think it's actually even packaged. Yeah, it is inside. I got to go in. What? So you can't even see the character. I have to open this up to remove the uh, styrofoam from it. Let's see if I can do that here on... Is that going to be easy? Kind of? Oh, oh snap. Okay, so there he is. Oh wow. So here he is. Metal Captain America. It's just like a Funko Pop. It moves and everything, but it is metal and uh, I guess I got to take these pieces out. This little styrofoam here. Oh, it's hard to balance. Anyways. Sorry, this is, uh, very unique. It's a little glass case. It's kind of cold because I live in Canada, but yeah, there you go. The first ever metal die-cast Funko Pop came packaged like a mouse. 
Well, that's really cool. Really excited about that. Glad that came in. I feel like it should have a magnet or something in there so it actually sticks because he's kind of bouncing all over the place. I'm going to try to gently put him back in the box here. So very cool. Anyways, that's today's Brandcast episode. Really hope you enjoyed uh, that. Uh, something different for today. A lot of cool things coming during the week. I know everybody's been waiting for a Flicks and Chills video. Uh, been really hammering down on Batman. We need to get it done. We need to get it up there. It's getting colder, which means not good. Not good. So we're, uh, main focus is there right now. Anybody waiting on it, uh, I'll definitely try to pr uh, pump out some content as I can in the next little bit. But uh, we should have a lot of updates coming for Batman. Really excited about it. So remember, everybody, I'll see you on Friday. Uh, might try and throw in a gaming session later this evening. If you want that, let me know. Thumbs up the video, and I'll set that up. I will definitely do it if I get a lot of response on it. So it's completely up to you. We'll do something maybe around 6.30, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let me know. And remember, as always, be excellent to each other, and have a great day. We'll see you on the next one. You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're listening to Brandcast Around the World. I know you're going to dig this. I'm you're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know you're gonna dig this. You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know you're gonna dig this. You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday.